I know this all seems a bit scary. This building is big and shiny and more than a little intimidating. But I promise you, if you give us a chance to... If you, um, give us... Are you us, okay? Oh, I lost my place. Hang on. A chance to... Uh, my mom is picking me up in like two hours. No, no, no. I almost got it. Just FYI. All right. Here we go. Shiny and more than a little... Intimidating. We can help you. That's what we do here. Mm, my brother says you spy on people. What? Well, we try not to spy on people anymore. Try? Look, I don't think we spy on people anymore. I'm going to be honest with you, Alice. I'm a little new, and it's been, uh... I'm adjusting. So, I, I, I'm gonna... Let's start over. Look, I'm Agent Crawford, but you can call me Jackson. I'm from Atlanta, and I'm in my third week here in the patient relations department. I thought you were supposed to be telling me about this place. Ah, uh, we'll get to that. But we're gonna be working together on and off for the duration of your time here. I think... God, I, I think if I was in your place, I'd like it better if the guy in the suit I saw lurking around all the time had a name and a personality. <clears throat> My favorite food is grilled cheese. That's really basic for a favorite food. I guess I'm basic. Okay, is this where I'm supposed to tell you what my favorite food is? If you want. Isn't it already in my file? Yeah, we're trying something new here. Oh my god, it is? I'd like to hear about you from you, not my notes. <laughs> Alice Michaels. Uh, freshman. I'm from like... 20 minutes from here. What? Are you for real with the food thing? Well, you made fun of my choice. <laughs> oh I take my that God. personally. I'm okay? here because I can lift a minivan over my head and you want to talk about food. Oh, I can run a mile in 10 seconds, but that doesn't change the fact that you should never get between me and a nice golden grilled cheese. Oh, you... <laughs> Wait, seriously? Seriously. You're an atypical. Yep. And you work for the AM? That's what my badge says. They let you be atypical and work for the AM. <gasps> they do. Huh. Pepperoni pizza. And you said I was basic? Whatever. I'm right. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to the AM, Alice. We're probably not spies anymore. <laughs> From Luminary Media, you're listening to the AM Archives. This is episode three, The Grand Tour, by Caitlin Schneiderham. folks, Lauren Shippen here with another audio drama recommendation for you. Today, I want to talk about The Last City. In the climate-ravaged year of 2072, the city of Pura stands as a miraculous green haven. 
a geoengineered paradise that protects fortunate residents from the global catastrophes of heat domes, fires, floods, and droughts. Demetria Lopez heads up Pura's public relations, tirelessly promoting the city's idyllic image. But when she stumbles upon a dark secret that, if exposed, would be the downfall of Pura's existence, she must decide who and what she's willing to protect. From Wondery, the makers of Academy and Dr. Death, The Last City stars actors Ray Seahorn, Jeannie Tirado, and Maury Sterling. Follow The Last City on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. You can binge all episodes of The Last City early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery+. Plus. Joan? Hmm? Oh, uh, come in. Were you here all night? No. Uh, no, I, I just got in early. I grabbed breakfast from Joe's. Thanks. Breakfast burrito and a black coffee? Great. Your burrito is full of chicken livers. Fine. What? I said, Chorizo, what are you watching? Sorry, it's the security footage. From the breakout? Breakout attempt. You've been obsessing over that for days. Can't you take a break? I am taking a break. You're eating a burrito. But can you promise me that the second I leave, you're not going to start watching it all over again? Come here for a second. Joan. I want to show you something. I've seen the footage. I know, but look. Everything quiet. Normal. And then here comes Nicole on her rounds. Right. She passes Sydney's cell. And then, exactly when she turns past Ritz's room, just, just out of the line of sight, Sydney opens his door. And then, as she comes back, did you see that? Ouch, that must have hurt. Not Nicole, Sydney. His actions are deliberate. He's so sure of himself. Well, yeah, so? According to his file, Sydney was on Tier 5 because his history of aggressive and erratic behavior included electrocuting seven people at one time in an angry outburst over a stolen parking space. But he was able to carefully plan a breakout from one of the most heavily fortified facilities in North America? Breakout attempt, you said. Sydney has never planned a thing in his life. He's a blunt instrument. So why is he acting like a scalpel? Joan? Would you do me a favor and close the laptop for a second? Thank you. You think I'm spinning out? I think you had a really scary experience, right? You got electrocuted. Lightly. Joan, you got hit with like the equivalent of two tasers and it's, it would be totally understandable if you were freaked out. I mean, I was freaked out, and I blinked out of there before things got actually bad. No one blames you for that, Sam. No, I know, but I still left you there to get zapped. And if I'm totally honest, I'm spinning out about it, too, a bit. When, when Mags told me that you got hurt, I, I almost time-traveled accidentally. I, I, that's how instantly panicked I was. Sam... But here's the thing. You didn't die. And neither did Jackson, and neither did Nicole. Nobody died. And all the AM security protocol worked just like it was supposed to. So you don't have to be scared now. These burritos are really good. 
I'm not scared because of the breakout. Then why are you- I told Owen that we need to start seriously considering shutting down Tier 5. We need to evaluate each case and determine if they qualify for release or rehabilitation. But we can't keep people locked up. Well, that's good. That was, like, the main thing we wanted to do when we came here, right? No more marks? Right. Right. But... But... We misjudged Sydney. I misjudged Sydney. And if I'm missing things about one tier five, I could be missing things about the rest of them. We can't just let them out. Some of them are in there for a reason. From his file, I had thought Sydney was simple, but he was far more dangerous than I gave him credit for. You think we should keep these people locked in a basement for the rest of their lives? No, of course not. Then what are you suggesting? I, I'm suggesting that we adopt stricter parameters as we process people out, especially with atypicals who have histories of violence. Atypicals whose abilities have killed people? That's oversimplifying. So desimplify it for me. These evil atypicals whose abilities have hurt or killed people. That's not what, what I meant. What would you do with them? What would you do with me? I'm going to get some more coffee. Do you want any? No. Okay. Thanks for the burrito. encouraging as I would like it to be. Be sure to revisit administration schedule. Perhaps even double the... Oh, Director Green. Andrea? Um, I didn't know you were in here. Did I startle you? No. Not to shirk the company spirit, but I would like to ask you to address me as Dr. Sharp. Oh, of course. I did not slog through medical school and residency to be called by my first name at work. I understand. Dr. Sharp, I apologize. Apology accepted. Were, were you just taking notes when you came in now? Yes, why? Yeah, it just reminded me of someone, just for a minute. Have you been here long? 30 minutes or so. I wanted to check on Nicole, or, uh, excuse me, Officer Morales. Uh, she didn't lose eight years of her life to medical school, Director Green. You can call her whatever you want. Anyway... How is she doing? Hmm, well, after being treated to the full wrath of an out-of-control electropath, I bet as well as any of us could have expected. She'll make a full recovery, eventually. I can't predict a schedule yet, Good, but... no, that's good. That's all I wanted to hear. Um, I'm glad you're here, though. Yes, well, Nicole is one of our best security officers, so... N n no, I mean, I'm glad you're here because I was about to call you. Oh. There's a fairly pressing matter that I wanted to bring to your attention. Oh, uh, one moment, Dr. Sharp. Joan? Joan! Oh, uh, hello, Owen. Is everything all right? I'm fine. You look upset. 
I'm fine. I believe she's fine, Director Green. Do you want uh, a cup of coffee or anything? The Keurig in the med bays. I'm gonna go get some air. I'll, I'll see you later, Owen. See you later. If we're done with that, I'd love to direct your attention to something of real importance. <sighs> yes, lead the way, Dr. Sharp. What about this guy? Uh, no. Are you kidding? What's wrong with him? He included a headshot. Yeah? A professional headshot. So? So, he applied for a tech support position. This isn't ANTM. What's ANTM? I can't tell if that just made me feel really old or if you've been living under a rock. (laughs) Generally, it's the latter. Also, you're like two years older than me. (laughs) Okay. How about her? Mm, Psych degree from Columbia. Four years working for Johns Hopkins. I mean, on paper. Exactly. But how do you know? Know that they're a good fit? Yeah, or just... What? I don't know how to put this. Spit it out, Sam. But keep in mind that I am basically the entire HR department, so it's very easy for me to report you to myself. (laughs) Um, okay, so... You were a patient, a, a client here. Patient. And yeah, tier one. And you liked it? I mean, yeah. Look, before I got to the AM, I thought I was going nuts. I'd sneeze and my mom's mug would levitate or like, I don't, I don't know, I'd accidentally shove a printer off a shelf with my mind, not with my hands. And then I got here and I met Owen and he helped me. He helped me stop causing minor property damage. <laughs> And you didn't have any idea about any of the, you know, basement stuff? You mean tier five? Yeah. You never heard about any of that? Honestly, Sam, I had no idea we even had a basement level until Owen promoted me to operations manager. What about Wadsworth? Did you interact with her? Ability-wise, I'm about as strong as that cartoon mouse. Gus Gus? (laughs) I mean, Wadsworth wasn't going to waste her time with a telekinetic who can barely lift a shoebox. So I never saw her at all when I was a patient. And then when I started working here, maybe like once a week. In the hallway. (laughs) It's probably for the best that you weren't on her radar. Believe me, I know. Everyone connected to that tier five world has to deal with way more drama than I would ever sign up for. One of... The many reasons I'm glad I wasn't really involved in the breakout the other day. Breakout attempt. What? Oh, never mind. I don't know how you and Joan handle all that stuff. The running and the sweating and the being terrified. (laughs) I was very happy in my little security bay. If I actually had to face someone like Sydney, I'd probably just hide under a desk. I mean, I didn't exactly stick around either. But you'd come through. I know you would. Thanks, Sam. Anyway, uh, what do you think? Does this lady look like she'd hide under a desk? I don't know. She didn't include her headshot.
So these are mostly tier one and tier two facilities. Group therapy, one-on-one sessions. Oh my god, so much talking. Yeah, get used to it. Is there a way I can like test out of some of that? <laughs> you want to level out of therapy? Just some of it. What do you think? Aha, no. What if I'm really good at it? Look, I'm gonna make a blanket statement here, Alice, and say, in my experience, the less a person wants to do therapy, the more they can potentially get out of it. Have you done the therapy? Tons. <laughs> okay, Action Jackson. Oh, man. Mag's already got to you, didn't she? Mm-hmm. Oh, Dr. Bright! Oh, Alice. Oh, oh, that's tight. Too tight. Uh, oh, sorry. Sorry. I'm uh, guessing you two know each other? Dr. Bright was my older brother's therapist for like a million years. How is Caleb doing? Uh, is he liking college? I think he likes it okay. He says living in a dorm with a billion other people is hard, you know. Ugh, I can only imagine. Her brother is an empath. Ah. Plus, he won't shut up about how much he misses Adam. His long-distance boyfriend? Got it. I don't know. He hasn't had a mental breakdown or anything, so he must be holding things together. Very reassuring, Alice. Thank you. I was just giving Alice the tour, showing her the sights and sounds of the AM. All the places where I'm going to be talking. Wonderful. Uh, I'm sure you'll love it. You should come with us. Oh, I... Dr. Bright is a busy lady, Alice. She probably has a meeting to get to. No, 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 it's fine. Oh, please, you helped Caleb so much when he was going through this stuff, and this place just seems so... different. I'm actually taking a break right now, uh, if Jackson is okay with it. Jackson is okay with it. I'd love to join you. Well then, lead the way. Now, the real secret of this place is up ahead. Oh yeah? Yes. Here. It's a vending machine. It's the vending machine. And what I'm about to show you is confidential information. Are you ready? I'm ready. Okay. Stand back. <sighs> Who wants a Milky Way? What? <laughs> I can't believe Mags didn't show me that on my tour of the place. Oh, oh, she is going to kill me when she learns I showed the two of you. <clears throat> Mags thinks that this vending machine is a top-level clearance issue. I can see why. Free candy whenever you want it? Oh, a person could rule the country with this kind of power. I was thinking the whole world. Let's start with the country and see where we can go from there. I'll take the chocolate if neither of you wants it. Oh, uh, yes, uh, of course. Thanks. Hey, uh, what is your favorite food, Dr. Bright? I'm sorry? Oh, God. I mean, Jackson was telling me about how much he likes grilled cheese, and my friend Danny was telling me about this grilled cheese food truck that's supposed to be really good. Alice! What? I'm just saying. I don't think I'm following. If you also like grilled cheese, maybe you could check it out. It would give you a break for Milky Ways, at least. Thank you. <laughs> I will take it under advisement. Oh, hey, we're coming up on the gymnasium. You're probably going to spend a lot of time here, given your ability. Are you going to make me lift weights? We'd like to see what the limits of your strength are. So yes, if you're okay with that. Mm. Caleb is going to be so pissed. He had to talk about his feelings. I get to get shredded. You'll be doing plenty of talking, don't you worry. Great. Oh, can I ask you a question? Of course. It's why we're here. If my brother had been here um, at the AM, would he have been tier one, like me? Hmm. 
Empaths are not generally considered particularly dangerous, so yes, I believe he would have been placed on Tier 1. Were you a Tier 1 when you were a patient at the AM? Oh, that's a bit of a personal question, Alice. Oh, sorry. No, it's okay. And no, I wasn't a Tier 1. So you were dangerous? That's not necessary. I, I can take this one, John, if you don't mind. It's not always a question of dangerous. Sometimes it just boils down to control. I mean, that control can be innate. You seem to have a pretty solid command over your ability with very little training, for example. Thanks. But not everyone is that lucky. I wasn't as lucky as you when I was your age. I uh, drew the AM's attention, and in Atlanta? They didn't have anyone like Dr. Bright on staff. No one who was working to see the best in their patients. The most dangerous thing I could do was win a track meet. But no one cared to see that, so, tier three. That sucks. Yeah, but I think I turned out okay. Yeah, I do too. As do I. <laughs> what about tier five? I mean, do you guys really keep people trapped down there? Ugh, your brother knows a lot more about the AM than he's supposed to. Yeah, well, only because your brother told him. Your I know you weren't the one to put him there, but he never did anything bad and was still in Tier 5 for years. Alice, nothing bad is going to happen to you here. I promise. Okay. Whatever, I'm still telling Caleb I'm more dangerous than he is. It's come to my attention in light of recent events that security in this facility may not be quite as capable as I had been led to believe. I have to apologize again. Breakouts like that, they're not the norm around here. Be that as it may, the fact that it happened at all is troubling. I understand. And I agree. I'm not sure you do, Agent Green. This way, please. When I arrived here from Los Angeles, you promised me stability. Environmental stability. If you're feeling uncomfortable, I'm sure we can have a word with Mags about- Not for me. For him. He's so still. I always expect him to move or twitch or something a normal sleeping person would do. He's not sleeping. I'm aware. He's sedated. It would be very bad if he did anything a normal sleeping person would do. What did you want to discuss, Dr. Sharp? <sighs> to begin, I would like to revisit my initial request to move Alex to a fully isolated AM facility. And I'll have to revisit my earlier answer. Per HQ, we don't have the budget or the security to sign off on that. Not to mention the fact that moving Alex at all comes with its own roster of dangerous speed bumps. I thought you would say that. But I need to make my case completely clear. The floor is yours. When you hired me away from the Los Angeles branch, it was with the understanding that Alex was coming with me and that appropriate accommodations would be made for his stay here. Which is why we constructed this facility for you. On the top floor, sequestered from the rest of the building, keyed entry, confidential, all per your specifications. And I'm here today to tell you that it's not good enough. Excuse me? Look at the person in that bed, Agent Green. Tell me what you see. I see a man. 
pale. Long hair. Could possibly use a shave. Very still. You didn't mention his ability. You know what he can do. He's a pyrokinetic. He's more than that. Let me tell you about Alex Chen. He was kidnapped by an underground faction when he was 19. They experimented on him for years. And when they finally tired of this and threw him back into the world, any shred of control he might have had over his ability was long gone. He didn't have a chance at reclaiming his life. When he tried to get a driver's license, he panicked and burned his driving instructor alive in the seat next to him. A year after that, he accidentally incinerated an entire grocery store. By the time the AM tracked him down, he was borderline suicidal and addicted to opioids and whatever else could keep him unconscious. I get the picture, Dr. Sharp. Do you? Because when you look at that bed, you see a man. When I look over there, I see a nuclear bomb. Alex Chen is one of the most powerful pyrokinetics the AM has ever come across. The second he experiences so much as a momentary surge in adrenaline, his powers will flare. And with every outburst, he only grows stronger. But that's why you're keeping him sedated. It's why he asked to be kept sedated. Besides, do you think the AM would allow such a powerful atypical to live if he wasn't cooperative? What does this have to do with the Tier 5 breakout? When your patient made his escape, do you remember what happened? A lot of things happened, Dr. Sharp. The electrical grid surged. An electrical grid that this facility is a part of. The medical equipment. Exactly. Normally, Alex's medication is administered on a strictly regulated basis by top-of-the-line equipment. But it just so happens that no amount of backup generators will do a thing to keep the schedule consistent if a damn electropath is involved. If I hadn't gone to check on Alex during the breakout, if I hadn't had the correct cocktail of sedative on hand, he would have woken up. Which would be bad. Adrenaline Director Green. His abilities are triggered by adrenaline. And every time Alex feels himself waking up, he panics. You promised me environmental stability when Alex and I came here. But that is not what you are capable of offering. If there is another breakout, another flicker in the electrical grid, if anything goes wrong with Alex's equipment, he will wake up. And when that happens, he won't just burn out this room. He'll take out the entire AM. And every single person inside. is brought to you by Luminary Media and is a production of Atypical Artists. The series is written by Lauren Shippen, Octavia Bray, and Caitlin Schneiderhan. This episode was written by Caitlin Schneiderhan. In it, you heard the voices of Julia Morizawa as Dr. Bright, Ian McEwen as Agent Green, Lauren Shippen as Sam, Bryce Charles as Mags, Dion Earle as Jackson, Diana Inosanto as Dr. Sharp, and Kelly Mack as Alice. 
This episode was directed by Lauren Chippen and sound designed by Misha Stanton. Original score by Evan Cunningham. The AM Archives is produced by Lauren Chippen, Jordan Cope, Brigham Snow, and Evan Cunningham. Thank you for listening, and stay strange. When you drive the brand ranked number one in dependability by J.D. Power, you can stop thinking about what you can't do and start doing what you never thought possible. Visit your local Kia dealer today to see yourself behind the wheel of the brand ranked number one in dependability by J.D. Power. Kia, movement that inspires. Call 800-333-4KIA for details. Always drive safely. Kia received the fewest reported problems among all brands in the J.D. Power 2022 U.S. Vehicle Dependability Study based on 2019 models. See JDPower.com awards for 2022 details.